Hey, besties. My name's Lisa. And my name's Tamara, and we're BFFs. Tamara and I met when we were about 12 years old, growing up in good old Fairbanks, Alaska. And we've been best friends forever since. That's right. And that's why we've decided to have some fun, friendly conversations with the bestest of best friends. We'll talk about how we became best friends, our experiences together, and have other best friends on the show to share how they met. Who knows? You never know when you'll meet your next BFF. Now let's get into it. How I met my BFF. Welcome back, besties. It's Lisa and... Tamara. (laughs) And we've been hearing a lot of questions from our listeners. Thank you. We've interviewed so many amazing best friend couples and other best friend people, but we noticed that we had only shared a little bit about our history. So we thought we're going to pop in a little episode so you can hear a little bit more about what we've got going on in our lives how did we go from Fairbanks, Alaska to where we are now? And we'll give you some highlights and some of our favorite things too. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So to kick us off, so Tamara, we all fast forward from junior high to high school. We both (laughs) stayed in Fairbanks, Alaska, but then we soared off to Hawaii together after graduation for a couple weeks. And then we kind of went on our own adventures after that. So give us a synopsis. Like, how did you get from there to, to, to where you are now? Yes, I will try to do this. Seamlessly. <laughs> In one sentence. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's see. Well, yeah, we went to Hawaii to just go on a vacation. Your dad had moved there and we wanted to see you know, Hawaii. And we were there for two weeks and you had planned to go to school in California. And I was supposed to go to Bozeman, Montana for school. And I pretty much went back to Alaska. You went to California and I said, forget Bozeman. I'm going back to Hawaii. (laughs) Yes. But there was a reason you, I think you had a delay on your financial aid that there was a little bit of a Yes. And there might have been some, some boys mixed in with that as well. Well, that helped. But I think if your financial aid had gone through and all that was fine, <laughs> you probably still would have gone to Montana. I don't, well, I really fell in love w- with Hawaii and I, I really was not excited to go to another cold, snowy place after being in Hawaii. It just kind of opened up my whole world of possibilities. And also, too, what happened was I really was having a hard time imagining leaving Alaska because of my siblings. And so I just wanted to make sure that that was kind of taken care of as much as possible. That was, you know, it was in my control. And that got figured out. And so Hawaii was kind of a fun place to go to rather than Bozeman. But I ended up going back. What? I'm sorry? True. Hawaii is very tempting. Yes. So, yes. So, and you went onward to California. I did. I remember I, this was, you know, when you could take a whole bunch of stuff on the plane with you. And I literally packed up what was left of the furniture in the house. I sold, I sold a bunch of stuff. My dad had already left Alaska. This was all pre-planned, but I like, I sold the car. This is an 18. I look back now and I think if I 
we were very responsible, let me just say. So we, you had a cat. We found your cat a, house, a home. We, I sold everything as much as I could. I went to the airport and dropped off all my books to get shipped to California. We really, you know, and I carried as much as they would let me on the plane. <laughs> Because I was not coming back to Alaska to live. I knew I would be back to visit, but not to live. And I ended up in Orange County and have been here since then, since 1991. Yeah. My path was a little different. I kind of went, I did live in Hawaii for a while. And then I did end up going to Bozeman for a little bit. Then I went back to Hawaii and met my first husband and got married and lived in Hawaii off and on for 15 years and had three children and then moved back to Montana. So that was, that's a, that's a, in a nutshell for that part of life. Right. And I remember you always, even though I know you loved Hawaii, there was always a pull of kind of this finished chapter that needed to be done in Montana. Like there was always still a pull to go to Montana for your photography schooling. And that's how I remember it anyway, that it was something you, you still wanted to take yeah. part in. Yes. You and I came to Missoula. It was during your spring break and we saw Violent Femmes in Missoula. That's right. And I learned about the Rocky Mountain School of Photography. And I, you know, told myself one day I will return and attend this school. And then fast forward, even having my degree in art and photography and et cetera, I still came back to Missoula 15 years later or 17, I don't know, 15, 17 years later and attended Rocky Mountain School of Photography. So thanks to Violent Femmes for introducing <laughs> Missoula to us. That was such a fun week. And we, I, I remember coming back to California and I ended up getting tickets. This was like in 1992. And I got, I think, yeah, must have been Yeah, it was 92. And I got tickets to go see the Dennis Miller show, which he used to have this like daytime talk or nighttime talk show, but it was filmed during the day. And the Violent Femmes were playing on the talk show. And I was like, how is it that I went from zero Violent Femmes concerts to (laughs) seeing Violent Femmes two times in two weeks? It was really, and I've never seen them since. So that was um, a really fun period. And then you guys came when I say you guys, Vicky was now with you in Montana, our friend Vicky, who's been on one of our other episodes and then you guys drove, right? Didn't you drive to California <laughs> yeah. from Montana to see yeah. me in, this was again also in 1992. So, we, so we've had a lot of fun adventures. We went to Mexico. That's going to be a completely different podcast story. Maybe that will never <laughs> be revealed. But we did, we did go to Mexico. And this was just literally within one year of us separating. So we started off. I would definitely say we started off like traveling lots of places, doing lots of things, even though we weren't in the same state, even when we were young and didn't have any money. <laughs> Somehow we made it work. Yeah. And bad enough, you make it work. Definitely. I went to Europe for a little while and then we both ended up back in Hawaii. That's right. Which is funny. And, you know, you were there for a summer to visit your dad and work. And same with me. I was supposed to go back to Montana, but I ended up staying in Hawaii. Those boys. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but obviously there was a reason why 
you know, you have th- three beautiful children from from that relationship and you never know why you're destined to meet somebody. And meanwhile, I, we're just kind of like interweave our stories here. I stayed at Cal State Fullerton. That was the plan and got my bachelor's and master's there. And then a couple years after that is when I met my first husband and I had a daughter who is now almost 19. She's in her freshman year at Cal State Fullerton. So it's kind of funny. It's a little like, oh, <laughs> the apple doesn't fall far for the tree. And she's studying to be a teacher. So that's really exciting to watch her flourish and grow. And then you had a couple more children when you went to Montana. Yes. So all together, I've been lucky enough to have five children and very spaced out age-wise. And so I have a whole crew, but four girls and a boy, and that's been fun. And so, yeah, I've been in Montana now for over 15 years, probably now even longer than when I lived in Hawaii. Yeah. And when I moved here, I went into, I work with uh, grants and homelessness. So I've been doing that for quite a while since I moved to Montana and also other things that I would to kind of balance out the other, you know, working in the social service world, I try to do other things that give me happiness and hope. So, you know, still involved with arts and photography. And I work at a winery and have all sorts of stuff going on. I try to keep busy because it's fun to learn and do new things. So, yeah, that's kind of, so I've been in Montana now for, over 15 years. That's crazy. I just, yeah, it doesn't feel like it sometimes. Well, and even with the winery, I, I love the history of, of that in your life. Cause when you first moved to Montana, you were, I don't know how much you want to share, but it's just, it's kind of funny how it's, it's woven into your life unexpectedly yeah. and how much you've learned from that experience too. Absolutely. Yeah. The, Yes, I moved here and ended up going through a divorce and being a single mom with three kids full time and had to figure out how to make that work. And I, the owners of the winery kind of have become like my parents and we have a wonderful relationship. And um, the first house I moved into in Missoula the owners of the winery also own that house. And so that's how I originally met them. And we've been, here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And there's a lot of significance. I just, you know, it's, it's having been there several times and knowing it's, you know, all the things that you've learned along the way of working it and the different seasons and all the production. It's just, it's really cool to see that, you know, you get to experience all that that type of lifestyle and what that all entails. So very exciting. And you've done, well, you owned your own business. I mean, you still do, but you, after a couple of jobs you had at the university, you, you can talk about what you got, what you've done. Yeah, I did. I've been on a lots of fun rides in terms of business. My, a lot of my professional career the first part of my professional career has been in higher education and the admission side or administrative side of colleges and universities and whatnot, and also kind of sales side. But in between there, 
my first husband and I opened up a day spa and he is Costa Rican. And so it was called Pure View to Day Spa. This was many, many years ago. It's been closed for a long time or we sold it. And that was a really fun experience because I didn't, I remember kind of crazy that we even opened it because I, we were business people. It wasn't, we weren't practitioners of any kind. And I had never even had a facial when we opened that place. So I had learned everything like what equipment we need, what products do we need? What kind of menu I had to, you know, I created the spa menu, all the things I learned. So whatever you, I will just say, if you want to learn something, you can learn it. <laughs> and I learned so much about that industry. It was really fun. Um, certainly a calming industry to be in, but needless to say, still a business. And as much as I did enjoy it, I am glad that I'm I'm grateful for the experience. I'm glad that I'm not still in the spa business. Now I just tell people, if you really want to own a spa, just go get go get a massage every day. <laughs> it's a lot cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I think for me, having a storefront's just not really my cup of tea. I enjoy being more mobile and what I do now allows me to do that. So, And we've been good about continuing to see each other through the years, even though we've lived in two different places. Yeah. And I think that has been very helpful in our friendship continuing to blossom. We, I, I'm certain you will agree. We, we were the same, but we have changed, of course, due to getting older and having different life experiences. But it's been... We've made, we've been so good about continuing to have fun as we get older. Agreed. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I mean, I guess you don't really know this when you're younger, but I don't, there's a party that does change and hopefully gets a little wiser because you learn a lot of things and have experiences as you get older. But I have found that I'm still very much the same like inner being that I was even when I was younger. And uh, I just think I'm more comfortable with who I am now. And less apologetic, I would say. A little more courageous. Although maybe when I was younger, I could have been described. I certainly wouldn't, wasn't short on courage, but I was maybe a little bit more mm, worried what other people would think, where I don't think I'm as worried about that anymore. Hmm. Yeah, and I'll just, I'll finish up my... I, as much as I was explaining about the spa thing, that that was a flash in the pan <laughs> for my for my career. And long story short, now I coach entrepreneurs on how to speak and how to use public speaking to grow their business. And I've been doing that since 2017. And I've always enjoyed speaking. I my degrees are in speech communication. So even though we talked earlier in one of our other episodes about me not pursuing photography, I did really enjoy my speech classes when I was in in school. And then my first week in college, I took interpersonal communication. I don't know if you know this, Tamara, but I called my mom that first week and I said, I think I want to change my major to speech communication. I was a business major. And she said, well, hold on, maybe take a business class first just to see if you are sure so I said, okay, I'll wait. So the second semester I took accounting 101 was like the very basic business class you had to take. 
And I dropped that class because I knew I would not gonna, I was not gonna pass it. I did not understand what they were talking about at all. And I that was thank goodness because I you do not have to have a business degree to have a business. (laughs) It's very different. You can hire out accounting people and bookkeepers and all those things. So I'm really grateful that I did follow my heart at that at that age. It just I didn't become a public speaker till I was 40, but I always knew I wanted to do training and sales and management and all the, the, what I did study certainly always came in handy for me. So. Yeah. And it is funny because my minor is communications, which I really haven't put too much thought into it, but we kind of have that in our background and here we are doing a podcast and after listening to a couple of our podcasts, we do say, um, a lot. So sorry, everyone will get better. <laughs> well, it is what it is. We are also just here having fun and we're not perfect. There are going to be times that we have memories that might not be the same as our listeners memory. And we are okay with that. Are just fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, what are you going to do? It's kind of like when you have siblings and you're like, no, it never happened that way. Yes, it did. Well, we just are going to say what we think is true without intending to mislead in any way. So now I am married to my second husband and I'm very blessed. My first husband is wonderful. My second husband is wonderful. And we've been together 12 years now. It's been quite a while. Great. Yeah. Seems just like yesterday, but yes, it has been a while now. Yes. And I, I was just thinking the other day when I went to bed, so I try to be intentional at times when I am going to sleep, like moving into that sleep mode. And I just think about what I'm grateful for. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful I've got this comfortable bed. I'll just I'll just keep going until I until I fall asleep. Like I'm grateful I'm sleeping next to this, you know, caring, loving man and my daughter's safe and sound and I live in a safe neighborhood and it's quiet and we have our wonderful dog and that I have blankets and heating and you know, all the things. I just I know there's a lot of people out there who don't have those things and it's easy to take it for granted. So, I was thinking about that the other day. Nice. Yeah. It's always good to be grateful about things and remind yourself how, especially with how both, we both are very hard workers and what we, you know, try to achieve in life. It's always good to remind ourselves to be grateful for it. Sometimes, you know, you're always trying to like, oh, I could do better. This could be better. This could be different. And so, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's like that balance of like enthusiasm to move forward and to have more, but also a, and I'm grateful for what I have. And and that's a fine line because I'm always moving towards something or forward, but I also really appreciate what I have. I appreciate you and even the technology that we have to do this is really cool. <laughs> and that, no one's going to see us, but I have to share. It's funny. We did not write a memo about this, but Lisa and I are both wearing clothing with stars on it. <laughs> Did you notice that? I can't. Yours are really tiny, but now I do see yeah, that's very little stars. Beautiful. Like, and Lisa has a shirt on yeah. with stars. So. I do. We're superstars. What can we Exciting. 
<laughs> so that's a, we just wanted to fill you in on a little bit of the history because people were asking some questions. So that's and we'll feed we'll do some pop in solo episodes for all of you just to stay informed of what we've got going on. But I thought we would close out our episode with some fun facts about us. And this is sort of like rapid fire. Oh, dear. No, it's not a... It's not a <laughs> I'll try to go with that. Is there anything? And so I can I can ask... We are just literally making this up as we go along. But I can... I'll have... A, I ask you a question and we both answer. And then you ask a question and we both answer. Okay? If you want. If not, okay. that's okay. See, I'm flexible. As long as we do it my way, we can do... I'm totally flexible. <laughs> so... What are your top three-ish, subject to change, answer, um, movies? Oh, Lisa, come on. Well, I can name a couple. I think I know a couple. Well, no, that's just, it's so hard. And that's why I said top three-ish. It doesn't have to mean that, like, you don't love other movies. Um, Definitely, I know you're going to hate this, but Planet of the Apes, the original. Um. Yeah, I it's right. People, I love Planet of the Apes, the original one, the first one, in that various reasons. Charleston Heston, Charles, Charles. Yeah, I mean that was, but it's not him per se. It's the whole idea. So, anyways, um, I do. That's probably my number one favorite movie, much to many people's dismay. I do love Interstellar. Oh, I love that movie too. Yeah. And gosh, I mean, it's so hard. That's a hard one to narrow down to just three. So I'll just keep it as Planet of the Apes and Interstellar. Good. I thought you were going to say Cloud Atlas. <laughs> I do love Cloud Atlas. Which is kind of Interstellar-y-ish. Yeah. I I still, yeah, Cloud Atlas is up there as well. I do like the book better. So that's a hard one. I didn't ever read Interstellar. What? And, is but there a anyways. book Interstellar? Is there a book? I don't know. Huh. But I'm just, you know, you know, if you've read the book, sometimes it's, um, I do say Life Itself, which is a recent movie that came out maybe in the past three years, that has been a top, I could watch that over and over again. So yes, those are my top three movies. What about you, Lisa? Well, I'm going to say the movie I've probably seen the most in my whole life is Grease. Never yes. gets <laughs> I just saw that they are coming out with a prequel TV series. So we'll see how that stands up. But, you know, it's got everything. It's got the best music and dancing and all the things. And now I'm going to go 180 here because, well, you will see a tie into this. And that is Pulp Fiction. Now, when I saw Pulp Fiction, it was when John Travolta's career was kind of dead at that point. And I said, I don't care if this movie's violent. I'm going to go see it because I love John Travolta. And wow, was I not disappointed. Talk about some surprise, cool, like amazing cinematography. Hmm. And that does not get old for me either. On another note, I mean, I'm, I'm such a John Hughes. Like you could throw me with the 16 Candles Breakfast Club any day of the week. I love Pitch Perfect, I think is, which I know, I don't, I don't think you saw it. Did you see the whole thing or even? I have, I've seen, I don't think I've seen the last one, but I have seen some of them. I don't know what that means, but. Okay. Well, the first one I really like it to me, it's kind of like, 
the updated version of a John Hughes movie if you can, if you if you can get there. I know he's no longer with us, but so I like fun like musicals. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's funny. It sounds like I do because, right? Like because of Grease, but I don't like the standard musicals. I like Grease, mm-hmm. Sound of Music, and Pitch Perfect are probably the only musicals I like. I don't mm-hmm. do the Broadway thing, mm-hmm. particularly. But I also like movies like Interstellar or Pulp Fiction where there's, it cuts it up. Like you, you know, it's not linear necessarily. And you're trying to figure out different time. Yeah. Things going on and different plots kind of coming together. I do enjoy that. So it sort of depends if it's like, oh, this is a movie I want to watch because I want to cry or it's really touching or romantic. I would like Heaven Can Wait with Warren Beatty and, and, um, I love that one. I love that movie too. So I don't know. I, I'm like a movie holic. Okay, you've you've said more than three. Well, you said you were, you've you done your three. I made up for it. You're right. You're right. Okay, cut me off. All right. So what? What's your question? What do you want? What do you want to talk about next? Okay. Yeah, I've been racking my mind in the past two minutes. Um, if you could go to two concerts in the next six months with Tamara with me. Oh, like if we could go together. So yes, you have to be thoughtful of the people that we're with. <laughs> what would it be? That's a hard I know. question because, <laughs> hmm. well, here's one thing that I really enjoyed. This is probably more reminiscent. I got to see the Jason Bonham experience um, a while ago, which is, you know, he's the son of John Bonham and Led Zeppelin. And um, I was blown away at mm-hmm. how amazing they sounded and how much it sounded like Led Zeppelin, which we're not going to get Led Zeppelin anymore. You know, like it's just the ship mm-hmm. sail, right? So for the most part, I think. And so, I mean, that would be kind of cool because we both enjoy Led Zeppelin. Um, that just that came to my cool. mind. I mean, I like Pink Floyd. I think that'd be really cool. I don't know if they're touring anymore. These are more fantasy ones. I've seen Pink Floyd before, but that'd be cool. You know me. I'm always going to see Eddie Vedder any day of the week, Mm -hmm. which you've seen. (laughs) You should come hang out in Missoula. Whoops. I would be happy to. (laughs) What about you? What concerts do you want? I think we, you and I, we've gone to some fun concerts, Mm -hmm. but... Stevie Nicks was definitely was amazing. Awesome. So I would do that again. Totally. But I would love to go with you to, I for some reason, I could see us having a lot of fun at Coldplay. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I was at, it's not like I have a, you know, I haven't, it's not like Coldplay is my top favorite group that I need to be with Lisa with. But um I think we would have fun at Coldplay, and I really, I still really would love to go to Sting. I know oh. that you've gotten to, I would love to go with you to a Sting concert, or just to go to a Sting concert would be fun, because um, I think he's an amazing, brilliant musician and artist, and I've never gotten to see him yet in my life. And what? I Really? Yeah. All the yeah. concerts you've gone to? I know. I did not realize and, that. So I think that would be amazing just to have that experience. And I guess not necessarily concert-wise, but I would love to go to Red Rock. 
I haven't been to that amphitheater yet. And so I think that, I think we could have fun there. I can see it. Is that where Sting is playing? Uh, well, uh, not that I know of anytime soon. He is in Europe right now, but I believe he has a show starting up this summer. I could be wrong, so don't quote me, anyone. But I believe he's going to be in Las Vegas for a little bit of time. So that would be amazing. All right. We'll see. But I'm sure that, I mean, there's many more, but that's kind of like, it would be cool to make that happen. I think it's because we both go to a lot of concerts, but because we don't live near each other, we don't go to that many concerts together. Like we've been since adults. I think we've only been to Stevie Nicks now that I think about it, but you're always at concerts and I'm always at concerts. Yeah. Aren't there together. So, uh, I don't know. I think that's pretty good for now. We're, we're, uh, we've answered some deep questions (laughs) for totally intrigued listeners and, (laughs) I think we we've given them enough to ponder about how Tamara how we are. <laughs> well, let us know. We just officially got an Instagram page, so if you want, if you have other questions that you want us to talk about, or themes, or topics that you want us to talk about, you gotta let us know. And our Instagram is how I met my BFF podcast, so you can put a comment on there. Certainly follow us if you'd like to. Thank goodness. Tamara's daughter, Chloe, set it up for us. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, Chloe. Thank you, Chloe. We'll see you guys on the next episode. And have an amazing day. Bye, everyone. Hey, Bestie. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button to get notified of new episodes and check out cool bestie gift ideas at howimetmybff.com. That's right. And also leave us a review. Those reviews help us out a lot and are one of the best ways to support us. Yes. And if you have a fun story about how you met your BFF, send us an email at info at howimetmybff.com. We would love to hear about it. Definitely. And hey, maybe we'll have you on our next episode. That would be awesome. Until next time. Love ya, BFFs.